It's eat or be eaten. If there's ever a species of shark that you need to be extra cautious around, of course it's a great white shark. So you better power up. I am the light girl. You're what? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, July 13th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The 2022 Emmy nominations were announced yesterday, and it was a shiny morning for HBO drama Succession, which led all series with 25 nominations. The Apple TV Plus comedy Ted Lasso and HBO's anthology series The White Lotus notched 20 nominations apiece, followed by HBO Max's Hacks and Hulu's Only Murders in the Building with 17 nods each. Among the notable nominees, Norm MacDonald, Chadwick Boseman, and Jessica Walter all received received posthumous nominations, McDonald for his comedy special, Bozeman and Walter for their voiceover work on Marvel's What If and Archer, respectively. Zendaya made history again as the youngest producer nominee for Euphoria. She was also a double nominee, landing an acting nod, and she is in double nominee company with Quinta Brunson, Julia Garner, Sydney Sweeney, Nicole Byer, Amy Poehler, and several others. Bill Hader landed four nominations for writing directing, and acting on Barry, and for his guest spot on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Among the snubs, Blackish was shut out of the comedy category, along with stars Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross. This Is Us received just one nomination for its final season in the music category. Pen 15, Reservation Dogs, and Dr. Death also came up empty-handed. Check out more snubs and surprises, plus a lot more Emmy nominations coverage at EW.com, as well as on the Awardist podcast, where we break things down. In other news, Hollywood's biggest night was a bit too big for 2022 Oscars co-host Wanda Sykes' taste. On Tuesday's Live with Kelly and Ryan, the hosts asked if she'd host the Oscars again, Here's her response. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no. I mean, no, I shouldn't say it like that. But you know what? It was it was a it was a, you know, a, a amazing honor. And I think it's something that you 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 want to do. It's like sure. you do it once. And then I, I yeah, I don't know if I if I would want to do it again. It's, it's a huge job. And, you know, yeah. it, it, t- it took a lot of people to, you know, clean me up. Though she said it was an overall amazing night with good vibes going on in the room. The fallout from the moment Will Smith slapped presenter Chris Rock live on stage overshadowed most of the evening's events. Speaking of that slap, in a new interview with Ebony, Will Smith's Bad Boys co-star Martin Lawrence brushed off the notion that their action-packed buddy cop franchise might come to an end after the incident at the Oscars. Lawrence told the magazine, quote, we got one more at least. The future of many of Smith's projects is currently up in the air. It's been reported that a number of the Oscar winners' movie projects have been put on hold, including Bad Boys 4. Fresh off his fifth Emmy nomination for playing Jimmy McGill slash Saul Goodman on Better Call Saul, Bob Odenkirk is reflecting on the episode that literally almost killed him. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Odenkirk revealed that he's feeling, quote, very good and is in great shape, and that next week's episode is the one during which he suffered a heart attack. Rewatching the episode, Odenkirk says he doesn't have any memory of that day on set at all, saying, quote, 
I'm really watching something that I don't have any memory of acting in, which is a rare thing. I mean, usually you watch something and you have some recall of that, even if it was shot months ago. But in this case, it's such a complete blank. It's very strange. I got to tell you, it's a weird thing to have lost basically about a week and a half. Clean, just clean. Clean nothing. That's a strange experience. Anyway, otherwise, I'm fine. The final episodes of Better Call Saul kicked off Monday. And Bridgerton star Jonathan Bailey is joining Matt Bomer in the Showtime limited series Fellow Travelers. The series is based on the novel of the same name by author Thomas Mallon and is equal parts romance and thriller starting post-World War II and continuing across four decades. Bomer stars as Hawkins Fuller, who likes to avoid emotional entanglements until he meets Bailey's Tim Laughlin, a man brimming with idealism and religious faith. Their romance, however, begins just as U.S. Senator Joseph McCarthy and his chief counsel Roy Cohn declare war on subversives and sexual deviants. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. It truly isn't summer until we sink our teeth into some good old shark shows. This year marks the 10th anniversary of the National Geographic's annual Shark Fest, and this year is bigger than ever with educational and jaw-dropping shows for the whole family to enjoy. There's truly something for everyone, and our number three pick today is the premiere of Shark Queens, where scientists and researchers explore the seas to see if female sharks are, in fact, more dominant than males. Here is a clip from the show. Allison Towner is investigating the shark thought responsible for more human fatalities than any other, the great white. If there's ever a species of shark that you need to be extra cautious around, of course it's a great white shark. Allison sets out to locate and tag a large female white shark here to reveal its movements and discover if females are more voracious than males. The largest male white sharks grow over 13 feet in length. But what about females? While both sexes can actually get really large, females have to be a lot bigger in order to reproduce. To see a mature female great white shark is an absolute spectacle. These animals get up to over 21 feet. I mean, they're weighing in at around two tons. Some of the biggest documented white sharks are pregnant females. They've got physiological demands on their body when they're pregnant. These enormous sharks must provide nutrients to sustain as many as 17 live young in utero, each measuring up to five feet long. This could mean that they're more hungry and that they're seeking out food at the coastal zones. Ah, well, if you had any doubt that sharks are some of the most vicious predators on the planet, you can rest assured from the danger-filled lineup of shows that also includes When Sharks Attack, Shark Kill Zone, The Hunt, and sharks that eat everything. Hmm. Better stay sharp and tune in to Shark Queens as part of Shark Fest tonight at 9 on National Geographic and streaming on Disney+. Plus. It's trivia time. The Miss Marvel season finale airs today on Disney Plus. More on that in just a bit. But which other Marvel TV show also tells the origin story of its titular superhero character? Is it Moon Knight, Hawkeye, or the upcoming She-Hulk? Stick around for the answer. Number two. 
Two Dope Queen star Phoebe Robinson is ready to live her sex in the city dreams, but with a modern, realistic twist. Our number two pick is the series debut of Everything's Trash. The new freeform comedy based on her collection of essays puts the comedian at the center of her own rom-com story that's more Cinderella pre-fairy godmother than post-Prince Charming. Written, executive produced, and starring Robinson, the hilarious yet relatable series follows the young, outspoken podcast host as she tries to make her professional mark while living a broke and delightfully messy love life in Brooklyn, while her perfect older brother launches a political campaign campaign, forcing her to finally start her adulting journey. Check out this preview. Bitch, I just listened to your podcast. I'm black and broke, too. Thanks for getting my broke ass home. Anytime, girl. That's Malika Jones. I'm Phoebe Hill and everything's trash. So I took the pill. And guess what? I'm not pregnant, Ladies, we were just getting noisebleed next door. I mean, we'd never try to silence females ever. Not my style. But no, I'm just saying. Shh. Okay, bye. Thanks so much. Great. I am a free-spirited young woman who wears head wraps when I'm having sex. Cause some dudes are not worth sweating the edges out over. Okay. Ew, Phoebe. My whole back has a rush. <laughs> okay, that is not a nice thing to call your friend. No, this is her whole bag. It's an emergency go back for mornings after. There's this whole crossword puzzle, rolled up sleeves, probably have your bill set to auto pay, minimal conversation thing work. Oh, I got you talking to me. You caught feelings. Uh-uh, I've been safe. But there's no condom for your heart. Don't ever touch my boobs again. It was weird. I didn't like it either. Well, hopefully you like this. Everything's Trash premieres tonight at 10 on Freeform. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Rebecca Rittenhouse plays Maggie on the new series, Maggie, which is now streaming on Hulu. She plays a psychic who's dragged into her friends, family, and even strangers' personal lives because of the secrets she can see and the fates that lie ahead. Well, when we recently spoke with Rittenhouse, we wondered what entertainment she was taking in. So we, of course, asked her, what you watching? I've been watching Severance and I, I mean, I just finished it before I came on this trip and it's like, so I thought I was blown away by it also because it's one of those shows where you're like, what? like I'm so confused and you're kind of just like going along for the ride. Um, and then the finale was like, 
one of I felt like it was like one of the best constructed like thrilling suspenseful finales I've seen in TV in a long time and then also just like visual language of that show is so impressive like just so artistic and yeah. awful and specific um, and then the cast I love Patricia Arquette Adam Scott's amazing in that role John Turturro I'm like I'm obsessed with everyone in that show so yeah that's <laughs> what I what I spent all my time watching before I came back I came over here There's something marvelous happening in Jersey City. Our number one pick today is the sixth and final episode of Miss Marvel. So far, the Disney Plus show has been a real blast, starring Iman Vellani as a nerdy New Jersey teenager taking her first superpowered steps into heroism. Miss Marvel has proved to be one of the most colorful and delightful Marvel projects on Disney Plus, and the finale is sure to be action packed. Following Kamala as she reckons with her past choices and even reveals her secret identity to her family. Take a listen. I have an announcement to make. I'd asked you for getting okay, that just, from Karma. Just, what? Huh. Okay. Actually, first, an apology for not making this announcement sooner and also for what happened at the wedding. I am so sorry. And for sneaking out to AvengerCon. Um, yeah, no, okay. Uh, I am the light girl. You're what? Nightlight. Oh my god! I had no idea! Otoba! Oh, <laughs> you told them already. But come on, I only told Abu. Really? Well, what are you implying? In classic Khan gossip train, <laughs> you tell Omni, <laughs> she tells Abu, and we over here because he always has his phone on speaker. Oh, well, the season finale won't be the last time we see Miss Marvel in action. Iman Vellani is also confirmed to star alongside Brie Larson and Tiana Paris in the upcoming film, The Marvels. Might we see either of them make a cameo in Miss Marvel? Well, there's one way to find out. Check out the season finale of Miss Marvel, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. And finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. Besides Miss Marvel, which other Marvel TV show also tells the origin story of its titular superhero character? Moon Knight, Hawkeye, or the upcoming She-Hulk? Well, not gonna lie, it's a trick question, you guys. It's all of them. Moon Knight tells the origins of Stephen Grant, a.k.a. Mark Spector, played by Oscar Isaac. Hawkeye centers on Jeremy Renner's character, who trains a new Hawkeye, played by Haley Steinfeld. And She-Hulk attorney at law stars Orphan Black's Tatiana Maslany as brilliant lawyer Jennifer, who struggles with her professional duties and her new hawkish super strength. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, Devin Kogan, and Sydney Buxbaum. Edited by Lauren Klein. Produced by Ashley Boucher. Hosted and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.